Hey everybody, this is Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Once the show's over, make sure you go over to our affiliate and check out their website for the world's most trusted hemp extract at Charlotte's Web. There, you're going to find lotions, balms, capsules, tinctures, whatever it is that you need that's going to help you feel your best on the daily basis. Once you're at checkout, make sure you save a few bucks by entering Jack15, and you're going to save 15% on your total purchase. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of the show, and see you soon. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, where we talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. I am one half of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, Jack Stone. I love everything coconut. And of course, we got Ryan Chavez here, who is a former Indian bungro dancer. How you doing today, Ryan? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yes, a bungalow. Did you say bungalow dancer? Bungalow dancer. Bungalow dancer. Close. Yeah, that's... As bungalow dancer. I used dancer. to dance some bungalows sometimes. Yeah, bungalow dancer. Bungalow dancer. Right. That's what I said. That's a fun yeah. fact that you had on me, Jack. Yes, and, <laughs> and all of you now know as well. So thank you, everybody, for uh, coming back. Another awesome episode. Cannabis kind of your podcast. And absolutely, we got a cool episode today that I... You know, just information that we haven't brought up, I don't think, on the show before. Um, and we've mm-hmm. actually, Jack, have had a few people in the past ask us about this. And, uh, and, and, and we, we haven't had, I, I don't know, just the bandwidth to, to come up with a show, but recently we had some more questions on it. So we said, you know what, we should do a show on this because it sounds like something we've been wanting to do for a while. So cannabis and autism, um, is, is the show we're doing today. Uh, again, it's, I think a pretty hot topic. A lot of people, um, are interested in this, uh, just autism in general. It's kind of a, a sneaky disorder, uh, that we don't know too much of, but, um, we'll get into all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just to start, you know, I, I just want to say, you know, this, we always like to ask, like, why is this important? Why are we talking about this? And for starters, um, according to the CDC, at least, at least 1% of the world population has autism spectrum disorder over 75 mm. million people. That's a lot of people that have, wow. that's um, a lot of people. and and there's a spectrum, right? There's a spectrum. There are a lot of people fall under that covers a lot of different types of those disorders. And uh, in, in the United States, it's one in every 55 children are diagnosed wow. with um, autism spectrum disorder. Yeah. So uh, I think in general, it's just a disorder that is, you know, kind of mysterious a little bit. And and we just we want solutions for it because it, it affects people like and, and not just the people that it's directly affecting. It affects other families as well. And so um, I think it's really interesting. And, and if there is a way that cannabis can assist, uh, we would love to check out those solutions. Um, we'll find out, you know, in a little bit what we think about that in general. But uh, Jack, I'm just curious, what are your thoughts overall on uh, what yeah. we're talking about today? So obviously, you know, this is a it's a this is a little bit of a controversial topic. Uh, autism, obviously, this is uh, you know, there's a lot there. You know, it's. Uh, I say that because it, there's a lot of people that are affected by autism in their families, their kids, their brother, sister, family member that have it. Um, and I just want to say before we get into this, this is all like, it's all early stage stuff. These, these studies that, that Ryan and I have kind of dove into here. Um, and, you know, some of this goes back to some of the episodes we've had in the past. Like mm-hmm. people are using this stuff, you know, cannabis to help with some of the effects, you know, autism, like seizures. We, we did a whole episode on that before. Um, you know, some of the behavioral issues that uh, um, coincide with, with, with autism. So, you know, anything that the plant can do to help 
people, you know, we're all about obviously the medical benefits, but yeah, I think that, uh, you know, these studies as time goes by, it's going to just get better. Um, obviously everything's early stage because, you know, just recently things have been okay to, it's not been, it's not, I feel like every, every like week, I feel like I'm hearing another thing and a cool thing about cannabis. And it's just like, it's becoming less strict. It's becoming less, uh, the stigma is going down. Like the whole goal and our mission with this show is to help bust the stigma of cannabis, that it's like this evil plant that will destroy the world when it's helping people like people with some Mm -hmm. of the, you know, things with that, like autism, some of the, the, um, the effects of autism, which is really, really great. I know you're going to go over some of these, uh, some research behind it. So anything, any, any way the plant can help, let's go. Yeah, man, absolutely. And that's, and that's what we're going to look at here and see, you know, kind of what, what it is that, uh, you know, what is autism, right? I mean, and, and then, you know, with that, what, where do we see maybe cannabis fitting in to assist? And so I think that's the first thing we got to do, just like we do with any of our topics, Jack, on these shows. We got to understand first why it's important, right? What we're mm-hmm. talking about it. And then after that, you know, what is it that we're actually talking about? We're talking about cannabis right. and autism, but what is autism? So to jump in, um, ASD is what we often uh, talk about is autism spectrum disorder refers to a broad range of conditions characterized by challenges with social skills, repetitive behaviors, speech, and nonverbal communication. Mm. So it's actually linked to uh, the impairment of just early development, basically, or, and genetics as well. Um, it's mainly a neurological condition. It's really not physical. So um, it, it can create scenarios where people can react either in very gifted ways or they are very challenged in the situation that they're in based on what it is that they're doing. Right. right. Um, and, and, and so it's kind of interesting how, how that may work for people that are uh, quote unquote on the spectrum. Um, <clears throat> uh, sometimes it's really easy to tell. And sometimes you cannot tell uh, hardly at all if somebody's uh, quote unquote on the spectrum. Right. And so um, in general, ASD, autism spectrum disorder, refers to all of those disorders that are um, falling on that spectrum. And right. so, again, you know, they, they, they may have problems with social, emotional communication skills. They may not want to change a lot of their daily activities. Um, they also have different ways of learning, paying attention, you know, they, just the way they react to different things. And signs of ASD actually happens early in development. Uh, usually in a, in a children's, obviously when children are developing, you find out if your child has autism very early on when they're in school, typically just based on how they're interacting with other kids, you see those differences, um, known treatments. Unfortunately, right now there aren't any, um, and you know, it just seems to be entirely genetic right now from, from what we understand. Uh, however, kind of jumping in a little bit, uh, with what we're talking about, uh, autism spectrum disorder is covered under 21 different medical marijuana state laws. So there has been something that we've seen that seems to show that there's some assistance that cannabis can provide with autism, right? So uh, it's interesting, you know, why, you know, reasons why we should jump in. Now, what do we know about the two? Not a ton, Um, just like almost everything else with cannabis, because it's schedule one, we have a lot of anecdotal evidence, we also have a little bit of research evidence. Um, and, And one of the studies that I saw, a few of the different studies, but one of them I thought was interesting was a 2018 study. And it showed that children with autism uh, actually had a lower level of the endocannabinoid anandamide, also called the bliss molecule. We've talked about this molecule before on the show. Um, 
And anandamide is essentially the same exact chemical molecule as THC, uh, very similar in shape, but it's the natural uh, cannabinoid. It's That's why it's called your endo inside, endocannabinoid. It's inside of your body. And so um, children that were shown to have autism actually had a lower level of this natural THC component in their body, right? So I think that is really interesting. Um, cause what we find is that with autism, often there's that lack of emotion that we see, right? Right. And, and what THC does, and, and this is what we'll see in the studies and some of these studies, they actually, you know, they latch on to the emotional part of your brain, right. And they create, mm-hmm. uh, they, they kind of, um, create a little bit more emotion from you. And, and I've noticed that when I've taken THC also, right. Um, you feel 100%. that warmer feeling with THC also, and CBD helps with the anxiety. So, um, it, it, it's it's known that it could actually help. And if children with autism actually have lower anandamide levels, it would make sense that you would want to possibly supplement with a little THC. That's exactly what cannabis is all about. When you're, when you're, anything's lower, if you're dehydrated, you drink more water, right? So um, if your anandamide levels are lower, you want to supplement with something. So um, uh, THC, obviously, like I said, similar structure. And then there was also a, a 2019 study in Israel that found cannabis extracts, specifically mm-hmm. high CBD extracts, um, extracts, right? They appeared to assist those with autism and reduce their disruptive behavior while improving their social responses. So this was really interesting. They did they did a study with three different groups. Um, the first group had a CBD THC isolate combo of a high CBD ratio of 20 to one, right? 20 to one ratio you see at a dispensary often of high mm-hmm. CBD. The other group had uh, just a whole plant um, hemp extract of mainly hemp, I guess it was still marijuana, 30% CBD, one and a half percent THC, really, really tiny. So it's not hemp, it's a little more than hemp. Um, And the third group was nothing. The third group just had a placebo. And uh, those groups actually performed, the two groups with cannabis, whether it was the isolate or the whole plant extract, performed significantly better than the placebo group in regards Mm. to their overall symptoms afterwards. So what they found um, was that, it, I, you know, uh, not only were they significantly reduced, but adding that small amount of THC was actually something they purposely wanted to add uh, because they did find that the THC, just like what we were talking about before, actually assists with those emotional behaviors a little bit. Um, kids were treated for two four-week periods, and then there was a four-week break in between because we want to test to see how effective it is, and it was effective. 49 to 52% increases wow. with the cannabis extracts, and only a 20% to 44% increase with a non-cannabis uh, group for the that was testing for autism uh, responses. So um, children also, there's another test. Children also scored 50% higher. Uh, there's a scale that actually tracks autism symptoms and children scored 50% higher on this scale opposed to an average of 22% after the test was done for those in the placebo group. So there, the studies, I, I mean, there's so much that needs to go into why and how and all those things, but the studies are actually pointing in a positive direction for cannabis being used for autism purposes, uh, which I think would make a lot of sense based on why autism is an issue in the first place, high anxiety, you know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the kids will, will act out, they'll have uh, panic attacks or whatnot. And, and this will reduce that through the CBD, but then also the THC again, brings that emotional side, just a tiny bit, not a lot. Um, And so both things that are really needed. And so going back to another, you know, the 2018 study from the Sherazetic Medical Center, um, they took the 60, 60 autistic children, 61% saw a very, very much improved results by the end of that study. 
Uh, 40% saw a reduction in anxiety, 30% saw disruptive behaviors improved, and 33% of parents had lower stress and anxiety. I think that's another big part mm. of autism too, is that it's not just parents. the child and, and the, the direct, yeah, the direct person that, that's experiencing autism that is suffering a lot of these times. I mean, parents, like uh, you have to be with the kid all the time right. and, and, and support them and be with them. And that creates a level of uh, additional anxiety, right? It's something so, we don't um, talk about. It's something I don't think people talk about as much as like with the parents no. that are dealing with the children, like that's, Obviously, it's a huge part of it too. So glad yeah. that they yeah. looked into that too. Yeah, absolutely. And and so parents actually had lower stress, right? <laughs> so, so that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, some of the negative results: loss of appetite, sleepiness. I mean, yeah. side effects that I think are a little expected. Um, you know, CBD does take appetite. It doesn't increase your appetite and and sleepiness. I mean, you know, if you've got a heightened up anxiety and you just let it all go you're going to be relaxed, right? right? And you're probably going to want, I'm not saying that's exactly what's happening, but maybe understanding the milligrams, understanding different ratios, doing more yeah. research, which is what is needed, is going to bring us to a better understanding on all these things. But I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Overall, the studies all said cannabis was found to be very well tolerated, safe, um, and effective to relieve a lot of these symptoms. So I think it's definitely something to look into. Um, just a few other things I saw. In these studies, good quality of life was reported by 31, over 30% of the patients prior to treatment initiation. At six months, good quality of life more than double the 66% for all of these patients. Positive mood was reported as 42% before the treatment and then 64% after six months. So it's like, I mean, we're seeing, you know, positive treatments. Um, We also saw that uh, sleep was positively improved by quite a bit. It went from zero to 14%. Mm. <laughs> it's like, like, like people were having trouble sleeping before this. A lot of the kids are, or the adults with autism. Um, a lot of them were having issues, just general basic quality of life, things like getting dressed and showering. And those parts of their life were improved during this part of the study as well, being able to accomplish some of those things, right? Just being able to focus calm and get through those motions. So, um, there's more studies that are happening right now on this. Uh, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia is doing a study. Um, University of San Diego is doing a study, and NYU Langone is uh, or Langone is is doing a study also right now. Um, so there's more studies coming out, and I think because of these initial results, that people are piquing their interest and they want to learn more. Um, but you know, all we can do right now, unfortunately, is not really cure. Um, you know, cure for this, but we can try and work on the symptoms, right? And so with that. Jack, there are best strains for autism that we want to be looking at. Um, In general, I would say just based on what you're talking about, like anxiety, emotions, high CBD strains are just going to be the way to go. That's what all of these studies use, and they all saw good results. Mm. Too much THC can obviously create a little bit of paranoia, more anxiety, not what we want. None of the psychoactive part of cannabis is what we're looking for here, unless it's improve your mood, obviously. Right. you know, CBD rich strains improve your communication, reducing the hyperactivity, hypersensitivity, self-harm behavior, all those things are reduced. So those strains, and then if you want to go THC, if you want to mix some of these, with, if you're using flour, for example, and you want to mix it with, with, your, with your THC and hemp CBG flour, Blue Dream, Green Crack, like those are going to help you really focus and, and calm yourself. I mean, Green Crack's kind of exciting, but it gives you super hyper focus, right? LA Confidential will chill you out. Afghani will chill you out. Charlotte's Web, I mean, we've talked about them before. They high CBD strain that's really great for this. Uh, it's been shown to be great for this uh, strain. 
Um, and then sour diesel, right? Sour diesel is uh, is another one that um, that a lot of people find is helpful. However, I will say if anyone out there is looking for more information, I mean, this is just kind of a primer because Jack and I think it's an important show. We've had a few guests ask about this and bring us some great information. So I want to thank everybody out there that's done that. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, guys. Um, but there is a really, yeah, there, there's a really good resource out there called mamausa.org. And I did see this and um, there's probably others out there as well, but it's MAMA stands for Mothers Advocating Medical Marijuana for Autism. Uh, an advocacy group always working to make the benefits of cannabis more accessible to all, especially children that are affected by this, obviously. So, you know, make, make sure that this is a website that you guys check out if you have interest yourselves. Um, but my take on this is that, you know, Jack, given that this is a genetic issue, yeah, I don't know if cannabis can like solve autism, 100%. like solve it in the sense it's like <laughs> cut the problem out. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know, like it hasn't solved my problems. Like I got all these issues. And the fact of the matter is if I stop taking cannabis, my heart, blood, my blood pressure is probably going to come back. I'm probably going to get a little bit more anxiety again. I'm probably not going to sleep as well. Right. Like these are all things that are going to happen. So like, I, I would say it's, it still could be effective. Now we don't know the answer to any of this because we're not right. doctors and you know, we, we don't, we, that's not what we do. 100%. However, the research looks good, right? The research mm -hmm. looks good. And I would love to see more research and, and kind of figure out what it is that we're looking at here, because I think there seems to be a little bit of hope, but Jack, what are your thoughts? I've talked enough. To yeah, you. no, I think you're right. I think there's uh you know, this is all, this is all new stuff guys. And the other thing, you know, obviously, you know, when it comes to, you know, cannabis and kids and THC, that stuff we, you know, it's not always recommended for children to take THC before their brain is fully developed. You know, they, get, they see different ages, like 17, 18, 19, everybody's different, obviously. So we don't say this is good for everybody. We're strictly saying, you know, based off the studies and the research, you know, children that do have the autism and like just small, small doses with obviously experimentation and you know looking at studies that's what we're talking about here so you know we don't want to jump to mm -hmm. things obviously you know we don't want every kid to just start you know kids to start consuming cannabis that are you know their brains aren't developed yet so that's one thing i want to just just to, to mention but at the same time yeah research <laughs> research rules so you know the studies yeah. that i got going out here that's great stuff I, i'm excited to see how this progresses and what happens in the space because Hey, my, I, you yeah. know, one of my cousin has, you know, his, his son is, is autism and it's, it's stressful and they're, you know, they try all kinds of different yeah. things to, to, you know, yeah. work through things. So, you know, more power to yeah. these different ways of helping these people that are dealing with these, these situations and scenarios and Hey, you know, whatever helps. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I'd say, um, as far as, you know, the, not jumping into it, I, I agree. Like you can't, I mean, jump into it really with the kids and, and, you know, cannabis, but I will say this, um, we, you and I cannot make any recommendations at all nope. about what to do or not do. And 100%. we won't do that. However, I will tell you my thoughts of what I think will happen moving forward. Um, I think we're going to find more research on these types of things. And my opinion is that I don't think THC is going to be seen as much of a devil's lettuce when it comes to kids like 10 to 20 years from now i, I that's oh, my gut man. and i and i don't and what i mean by that is i don't think kids are going to be getting stoned on cannabis like high thc strains i don't think so but i i think 
we just we come up with these arbitrary numbers of like one percent, two percent, ten percent. Like we don't know what any of this means. So like I think when research gets going, the thing comes off, the plant comes off schedule one. We're gonna start figuring out what is a good like we're gonna be like, hey, kids can take up to like who knows kids can take up to 25 percent of cannabis if they want like who the hell knows like what the research yeah, is going to say see. in the future may not say that but like we'll have to see i'm not saying but i'm saying right. like i think Let's it's see. i think the reason why we need research is because is because we need like how how much like what will that mean for people that really need that assistance right if it is more effective no, that's true that helps right? right so it's it's really important that we figure that answer out so my take is that if the kids are already using it I think that's what's going to happen. I think we're going to find that there's an acceptable level of THC that kids can probably use that won't harm their their growth. That's my that's what I think is going to happen. But I would never tell anybody right now to go based on that to to operate based yeah. on that assumption because I don't hundred percent. So, but I, I do think I do think that it's something that's going to happen. Yeah. So like you know it's we'll it's see. um I just want to call I want to call that right now out there and because okay. I think you know once we get the research going I think it's going to fair happen. enough but. I got to put it out there, Jack, because if I don't, and if it happens, then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be kicking myself saying don't I should have put it out in the airwaves. But, but <laughs> as of right now, this is all, you know, research and just testing things out. So, you know, we'll it's see exciting. What the the reason we're doing a show about it is because, listen, we're not seeing things on here that's like cannabis is like and autism is making it worse, right? Like right. we're not seeing it. And if I did, I would just be like, hey, no show to do about this. Cannabis is making autism worse, right? <laughs> but I think... We can't say definitively if it's making it better, but what we can say is that studies are showing promise, and that's why you see Philadelphia doing more studies, and why you doing more studies. You see, uh, you know, these other these other places that want to learn more about it doing more studies on this stuff because so far we've seen promise. So, right. I think it's uh, I think it's good stuff, man. But um, I, I I hope we get more information out of this soon because again, families I think will be a lot better at the end of this. Also, 100%. once we figure that out. But that's all I got, man. Um, anything else I want to add? Yeah, Jack, that I guys, if you guys, if there's another topic or something you really are interested in, you know, we'll look into it. We'll do some research. We'll, you know, cause if it's about cannabis, you know, we want to talk about it and, uh, yeah, just anything, any situations, uh, any questions, anything you guys got, throw them our way. Uh, we love it. And, uh, you can email us at the cannabis C at gmail.com. It's the cannabis c at gmail.com or hit us up on ig instagram the cannabis c at the cannabis c um you got youtube the cannabis kind of store podcast channel um check us out there uh we're on twitter too right cannabis kind of store podcast uh but yeah hit us up guys we are here we're available thanks for listening you guys keep rocking on we got some good stuff going on. Uh, we got some guests coming up soon that got oh, some yeah. really interesting topics that, you know, cannabis and weight loss and uh, with studies on top of it, CBD with women's health, one of the first studies ever to happen with CBD and women's health. We got a guest coming on that did that study. Um, I think really excited about that. Um, cool. uh, PTSD, uh, you know, so, so a lot of good topics we have coming on for you guys soon uh, with really good guests that we're looking Super forward to, to sharing. Yeah, a lot of good information. So, um, Jack, as always, my man, uh, appreciate the, the time. And thank you out there for listening. Please share with your friends, loved ones, anyone you think would be helped by the content that we shared today in, in today's episode. And yeah, man, I'm going to see you next week, Jack, in another awesome episode. And you too, Cannabis Tennis, your podcast. Coming your way. Yeah. All right, see you guys. Peace.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Elland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.